Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 46 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, every Sunday I'm joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk and the Cinemania World team. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's Oscar Sunday. Um, yes. How are you feeling about tonight? I was just, I'm not, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Oh. I'm, just not, I'm not feeling it. T- I'm not feeling it tonight. You know, usually every week, every year for the Oscars, I always have like this sort of vibe going. But this this year is just non-existent. I don't know what's no. going on. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for know. the best picture race um, mm-hmm. because if either of the two leading nominees win, I'll be happy. Um, uh, right. Know, same. Just those acting categories, they're just all so boring this year. Yeah, and I'm watching the E Red Carpet, which I love watching every year for the or a award show. Um, and I'm looking at like they had the nominees up for best actress again and supporting. I'm like, oh god, I just like <laughs> I'm just I don't know what it is, but um. You know, hopefully we all, um, hopefully, you know, um, it comes out, hopefully tonight it's just like not as, hopefully we come out with no no craziness tonight and everything is just like peachy and stuff. We'll see how Twitter is after tonight and whatnot. But um, yeah. other than that, how are you doing? I'm all right. It's good, good. All right. So we are going to get into the box office, everyone. This is the top five. Larry and I go through the top five for the weekend. Then we go into, you know, next weekend's predictions and whatnot. No, actually, after the top five, we go through the other um, kind of box office stories. Then we get to the next weekend. Uh, We have the box office for the weekend of February 7th. And we had the opening release for Birds of Prey and a fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Um, and then we had a small release for the lodge. So with that being said, Larry, what came in at number one this week? So coming in at number one atop the box office was Birds of Prey, which delivered 33.25 million in its opening weekend. Worldwide, the film did release in, I believe, 17 international markets, bringing in a worldwide opening of 81.215. So the film did receive an um, B plus from Cinema Scores, and it had 51% female audience, and 65% of the audience was 25 or older. However, the young audience gave it an A minus Cinema Score. So, there we go. Um, yeah, I, you, and I, I thought last week you and I were going low with um, our predictions, <laughs> and I don't know what I just don't know what happened. <laughs> I there's so many things to talk about as far as this box office as to why it's it's opening so low. There's no competition. Um, it's the first kind of superhero movie of the year. Um, I don't know. I'll start with you. Let me get my thoughts together. I'll start with you. What do you think? Of, what do you think went wrong with all of this? Because like we've, there's been so many di- discussions. There's been so many like kind of analysts talking and speaking and whatnot. But what do you? Where do you? Where do you stand right now? Oh my! I, I don't even really know. I definitely think the title is where we can start. Um, Birds of prey. I mean, first of all, it's not really a Birds of Prey movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> so for DC, like for comic book fans, it's not a Birds of Prey movie. And then for general audience fans, uh, they don't know what Birds of Prey is. And they don't really need to know what Birds of Prey is. So it really should have been a Harley Quinn title of some sort. Um, I think 
the R rating might have hurt it. Um, I actually agree. I think I would agree. Yeah. I think because uh, again, younger audiences were giving it a higher score. Um, I think it's really uh, a film for you know teenage girls and young yeah. women. Yeah. Um, and they can't go see it on their own. Um, and honestly, as as rough as it is, I mean, we get some brutal graphics. I think they just needed to cut out some of the F-bombs, and they could have gotten this to a PG-13 rating. Not, I actually agree. It wouldn't agree. have been that hard. I mean, yes, I actually agree, yeah. imagery, but there's not a lot of blood, actually, in the movie at all. Because um, one of the yeah. things that Margot said in an interview was that, oh, I love, she's like, I love the R rating because Harley can be herself, and I love, she's like, I love that, um, she's like, I love that, you know, when there's fighting, there's some, you know, there's always blood when there's fighting. And some of the punches in the bat scenes, I'm like, but there's no blood here. And, and I'm, I'm like, I actually agree. Because if you, I think one of the problems was the R rating. And I know people would say like, oh, but Joker and Deadpool and Logan, I think it's different because those movies are marketing a very dominant kind of male audience and stuff. Or just like, those are like, those are like the, the grown audience for those movie. This movie kind of with the soundtrack, with the clothing, with like the hair styling can very easy attract teenage girls and stuff. So I actually agree that the PG-13, the, the rated R rate, I know everyone liked the fact that it was rated R, but I think besides a couple of F, F bombs and a couple of like, you know, legs breaking in half, then like it's, it's, it, it could have been a solid hard PG-13 movie. Even the legs, I don't know. I, again, it's it looks kind of brutal while you're watching it, but it's not really showing. They don't really show much. I mean, it, it's right. very kind of cartoonish, a little bit over the top. So really, I mean, it, I think it easily could have been made PG-13. Plus, unfortunately, it's coming off of Suicide Squad, which made a lot of money, but uh, audiences, critics, nobody really liked it. Um and it, it had a, a little bit of that Suicide Squad vibe to it, even though a lot of the characters weren't there anymore. So mm-hmm. I think maybe that also uh, had a little bit to do with it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think um, I think it goes back to our box office when we were doing our recap show and how much we talked about how just because the first movie did so well does not mean that audiences are going to come back for the second one. And it happened on so many movies last year. I don't feel like naming them. Just go back to our show yeah. for the recap. Uh, but it happened. It happened. There's so many movies last year and whatnot. And um, I, I think I think the R rated had something to do with it. I think the name I had been saying for months that they should have called this movie Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. There's literally a comic based off of that title. Um, Harley Quinn is not in the Birds of Prey group. It has nothing. She has nothing to do with Birds of Prey besides being the one who kind of gets them together at first and then leaving to do her own thing. Um, I would understand it if this was like a Gotham City Sirens and they kept the name because Harley Quinn is actually in that group, you know. But you know that she has she doesn't really have anything to do with the Birds of Prey. So I think just calling it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey would have done a lot of better. Even all the marketing, all those TV spots, they would literally say Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey, and I'm like, dude. Just change this title, you know. I think that's probably yeah. what it was. Um, I think the stink from Suicide Squad is also what it was. Um, I think the R rating um, didn't do it well. I think um, I I just think that pe- audiences don't know who this character is, and I know you can say the same thing about Guardians and Eternals and and other movies like that and the Suicide Squad. But you got to realize that Marvel, like MCU, they have established kind of 
they've established that universe before they brought in characters like the suit, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and they've established their universe before characters coming out like the Eternals, you know. And I think as far as Suicide Squad, I I I think that no one really realizes that one big part of Suicide Squad that everyone was going to the movies to see was the new Joker. We haven't had Joker since the dark night before suicide squad so i think that was one of the big marketing um things uh from that too and that movie was pd13 you know so uh i i don't know this is very disappointing um we we saw the tracking like on thursday i remember we were all just so bummed because i i wanted this I movie to have, i wanted this movie to at least do something like 33 million is on par to what dark phoenix did it's yeah. it's a bomb it's not a it's not like a, a disappointment like it chapter two or those kind of movies this is a bomb this is I not mean, good the so. one the one good thing again is that the budget is low um so it is the lowest dc current universe opening but it's also the lowest current dc budget uh it came in under 85 million about 85 million um which is less than even shazam which had 100 million um so thankfully something like justice league opened at less than 100 million but that thing cost 300 million dollars to make um or even shazam it made over 300 million worldwide but it cost 100 million dollars to make the dark phoenix (laughs) cost about two hundred million dollars to make so um i don't think it's on those levels um i even think it chapter two uh, i forgot the budget there but you know that one Hmm. so thankfully this budget is low enough that worldwide opening it already pretty much made it did it it surpassed its budget pretty much or uh, almost equaled its budget this weekend so we're we're at least standing okay thanks to that 84.5 million dollar budget yeah i think the but i think the budget as well because they i i realized that the marketing for this movie was not strong at all um like you know what i mean like this movie didn't even i don't know if other theaters have it but like even in the even in the theaters, all this movie had going for itself was like a poster on the wall. You know what I mean? Like I went into all my AMC theaters and I'm looking for the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey stuff, and there's like oh, there's just, just posters. And you know, movies like this, they get they get the billboard, they get the you know what I mean? They get the big kind of marketing, Daddy. the standee, like the Black Widow standee has already been like released, like the picture of it that's coming out. I know Wonder Woman's gonna have her standee and whatnot. So I just think the marketing audiences I know in the character too well. I I kept looking like. My Dolby on Thursday was pretty was pretty full for the most part, not like packed, but pretty full. Yeah. Um, then when I went again yesterday, I'm like, oh my god, this is Saturday night. This is uh, not good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, so. I went today again, and my theater was actually packed. I was like, oh hey hey. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I was happy because my first time seeing it obviously was at a screening. Screening, so and that, those are always fun because those are always crowded. Yeah, you know? it's not yeah. it's not quite the same. But I was happy to see how packed my theater was today. But unfortunately, this just not translate. I saw all over Twitter people being like, wow, there's like 10 people in here for uh, yeah, opening night. Yeah. So, yeah. I, plus, well, yeah, we didn't even talk about the marketing. I mean, we did a little bit last week, but... Right. The trailers just weren't very good. Um, even for those of us who loved the film, we, I didn't love those trailers. That's I said she- that, yeah. I said in, the, in our review, I said I didn't like the trailers at all. Yeah, so. so, you know, coming off of Suicide Squad being bad and then these trailers not being that good is like a big, uh-oh. Well, I don't know if I want to go see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? and I am. Um, um, yeah, and the um, this is what I was, I was afraid. All of these... Um, people who are calling it like the feminist film the movie does not have that narrative whatsoever i just think people a lot of people who like 
people see female-led movie and they think, oh my god, they hate us men. I'm like, dude, no, just like yeah, no. it has nothing to do with like it's just it's just oh my god, the comments from these people today on Twitter are just insane. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. And I knew this was gonna happen if this movie did not do well. That's why I was hoping for at least in the eighties. I thought you and I were lowballing it. And I'm like Aww. looking at this number and I'm like, dude, like what's going on? As the I remember... weekend started rolling, I was just begging for it to open bigger than Shazam. I love Shazam, but I just I didn't want it. So to was get I. I was just I like... didn't want it to get that title of worst in the DCEU. Once it was getting low once the tracking was getting lower, I said, dude, at least open up to like 60 like dude please give me this 60 million opening and it's 33 million i i i think they're gonna slash a lot of theaters from it next next week um i'm i'm bummed i'm really really bummed this is like if this i mean i love the movie and then that's like that's one of the reasons why i'm bummed if i didn't like it as much i probably wouldn't have been that bothered but i loved the, the movie and i think it's very very important and i think um I think a lot of I I think you're right. I think although I love the idea of an R-rated comic book movie, I think we have to choose which ones kind of need that R rating. And I think this kind of I think like people who who are who are wanting like you know um, Marvel to do like Blade and all those movies R-rated, they're like, oh well, I don't know now. You know, look at Birds uh-huh. of Prey. But I also think that um I also think that. After seeing how many young girls was so inspired at the Suicide Squad with that Margot with the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn stuff, I would understand. Like now, now I'm I'm, I'm like looking at like yeah, dude, this this needed to be rated. This should be rated PG thirteen. And I, I remember you go you go to Comic Con. Harley Quinn is the most cosplayed female costume. She is right. everywhere at Comic Con every year. Halloween, you know, she's everywhere. Um, so she's and it's not, and it's not character. It's it's not the cartoon version of Harley Quinn. It's Margot's Harley Quinn. That's the most that like you know the 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 Suicide Squad take on that character is what's like popular. You know, when you go to Comic Con and stuff, yeah, you'll see the you'll see rarely the red and the yeah, red and I mean, black. You'll still see her stuff. around here, there. Her and Poison Ivy. That's another thing. I'm like, oh, they need to just introduce Poison Ivy because uh, that's the other costume. I think people do Poison Ivy because it's a really easy costume to throw together. Personally. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, maybe if they had introduced someone like Poison Ivy, she's not maybe. a huge character, but maybe. she's more yeah. well-known than the Birds of Prey. Um, yeah. We've at least seen her in the crazy Uma Thurman version. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It just, yeah, a bunch of this, you know, Black Canary, Huntress. Comic book fans know who these women are. Regular people don't know who these women are, and uh, and especially the star power wasn't there outside of Margot. We talked about it with Doctor oh. Sleep. We all love you and McGregor, but he doesn't really draw. You know, he's not a box office draw. And the rest of the women here, I mean, they're not a draw either. So, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it has something to do with that. Just another um, thing is Guardians. Had an all-star cast headed up by Chris Pratt, who has shown. And Zoe Saldana, even when she's in makeup, she knows how to pick a project that makes a ton of money. You've seen that. Uh, And then we, you know, when you talk about Suicide Squad, we had Will Smith as well as Margot Robbie, Viola Davis. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Even crazy Jared Leto, as you said, for Joker. I mean, these were huge people. This film, it had Margot, it had us few people who love you in, <laughs> and that's it yeah yeah i would have to agree yeah i just like um 
a bunch of things come in come into play with this and stuff. And it's not like I also think that I also think that people a lot of people are gonna are gonna like kind of say, um, oh well, I mean Captain Marvel came out last year and did bonkers numbers. And my argument with that is I think if you if you put Captain Marvel out this year, nothing to do with the Avengers Endgame, I think no, I don't think it would be that big of a box office, you know? I think because that movie was coming right before Endgame and the last thing you saw in Infinity War, that mo- a movie that made $250 million, the last shot is her logo. I think that had so many op- people wanting to see what's the next step here. I think if that movie came out this year, nothing to do with Endgame, nothing to do, I, I don't think that would have made as much as it did. So I think that has something to do with it, and also that movie was also PG thirteen, well, so kids was go, kids was able to go with to go to that. So, um, yeah, I think there's some there's a lot of things. I think there's just so much things to kind of pinpoint what really happened here. So, um, with that with that being said, I'm just so I'm so disappointed. Um, I know we have to get going because you know eight o'clock is the Oscars. I know. Um, but let's get in number two. Let's get in number two spot. So coming in at number two, finally, after four weeks at the box office, falling out of the top spot is Bad Boys for Life, which dropped 32% in its fourth week of release, bringing in $12 million. That brings the latest Bad Boys film up to $166.3 million domestic and 336.3 worldwide. Um. Yeah. Good for the film. I knew it was gonna take this number two spot. I think we all. I think we both kind of figured that was gonna yeah. happen. Um. Yeah. It still came in with a pretty good, pretty decent chunk. Only dropped thirty two percent from yeah. the weekend. We thought I thought it was gonna drop a lot bigger with this Birds of Prey number. But um. So <laughs> still yeah. Good. Easily the biggest opening weekend of the year so far. So it's still that's holding baffling. That. <laughs> baffling to say, you know. Um. But yeah. So yeah. Who would have thought? Like freaking almost doubled. Life. Almost doubled. Birds of Prey opening. Whew. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't even. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> um. <laughs> listen. I'm. I'm. I'm ex- I had fun with Bad Boys for Life, so I am happy that it's doing this well. Killing it. It's just. Killing it's it. just. Yeah. It's just the circumstances. Okay. The circumstances just have me. Um. Kind of upset. Yep. So. And now this one is finally getting into that uh, positive vibe because it costs 90 million so it, it costs more than birds of prey too so that's that's the other happiness uh with birds of prey but it costs 90 million and it's already well past three times the budget so bad boys for life all good there yeah pretty good oh yeah um every, everything regarding that movie is, is um has it doing pretty well and whatnot. So, um, good for them. All right, let's get into number three. What we got? Yeah, so heading into Oscar weekend, 1917 holds on to number three, dropping only 5%. The smallest drop in the entire top 10 made another $9 million, which brings its domestic total up to 132.5 million and its worldwide total up to 287.3 million so definitely saw some oscar boost there for that film yeah I, I i saw this coming not the not the really really like low um kind of percentage you know yeah, um drop I, but um yeah i saw this coming with the oscar weekend coming up everyone's doing their um everyone's either catching up on the movies or they're just doing the rewatch the rewatch rewatching the movies and i know 
if this wins tonight, we're gonna see a huge bump next weekend. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's I think I think that's uh, that, that's all the movies, you know, as far as like you know whatever wins tonight is gonna have a huge bump yeah. depending on whether it's not. If it's like Little Women, 1917, Parasite, I see huge, huge openings for uh, these movies next weekend. So, yeah, 1917's baking on these uh, award kind of buzz. So I'm happy for it, you know, because I yeah. love the movie. And again, I, it's going to win several awards tonight, uh, whether it's able to win Best Picture or not. But we'll see. It's definitely, I think, on its way to at least surpassing $300 million worldwide, which mm. is a great number. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh yeah, I'm very excited to see it pass that number and whatnot. So I'm really pumped for it. Um, all right, I'm a four spot. I can't believe this is happening. I'm a four, so coming in at number four is Doolittle, which also had a small drop this weekend, only dropping twelve percent for six point six million. That brings its domestic total up to sixty three point nine million, and worldwide, Doolittle is up to a hundred and fifty eight point seven million. However, it has still yet to match its $175 million budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not getting, I mean, it's getting close and everything, really it's close. Closer. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, it didn't take a big drop anyway. Uh, no. But um, uh, the good thing for Doolittle, um, it did open in some new territories, including the UK and France this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it still has openings in Brazil, Russia, Japan, and China to go. So it still has some pretty big places to open worldwide um, that will certainly help its international box office numbers. Right. However, domestic, you know, uh, it's going to get to about 60, maybe 70 million. And then that's about it, I think, for this one. Um, yeah, so I, I, I also think it's going to take a huge, um, I think it's going to take a huge, a huge kind of thrash when, um, next Sonic week. comes out next week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so lastly, number five, this movie, man, I don't know. Wow, so it didn't fall out of the top five. In its ninth week of the top five, we have Jumanji, the next level, which dropped another tiny 8% at the box office, bringing in 5.53 million. That brings the new domestic total up to 298.4 million with a worldwide total of 768.4 million so five weeks or nine weeks in the top five it's just shy of 300 mil here in the states um yeah i like we like we talk about this every weekend um i don't know what's going on like i say every day every every week uh but you know it's doing major numbers i'm happy for the film um i'm sure sony is very happy because you know they don't really get these kind of hits and stuff in the box office so i mean these this movie has been it's been in the box office since yeah, like they have before two. christmas yeah before christmas and everything it's, it's just crazy sony really with jumanji right and bad boys just both trucking along right. it's like wow sony is really killing it right now uh they got little women too which is doing really well so sony is really uh, i mean warner brothers could take a lesson yeah oh my god that's one thing we forgot to talk about too is like what's going on with warner bros um somebody's somebody did like a someone did like a list of like the movies from last year and like now birds of prey that they undermarketed that just are not opening to expectations and even like the big movies that they release 
not opening. I remember, and I, it's so crazy too because in 2018 they had such a good year, and then like 2019's year was so bad. Um, and then with the with the kind of dull the duds like like Godzilla versus um no Godzilla King, King of the Monsters. Monsters and It Chapter Two the Lego Movie was that them Doctor Sleep um, Doctor Sleep making that huge bomb the Goldfinch like now we're going into then the Birds of Prey and I'm just so I don't know what I mean they're gonna need one they're gonna I need a, like yeah, Wonder Woman I'm like they're huge. they're gonna swing for the fences with Wonder Woman yeah and they're gonna if need that, that doesn't if that doesn't perform on par than they are in some big trouble. Yeah, they're gonna need that movie to open up huge, and like that's my that's my last thing about you know Birds of Prey. For as yeah. of right now. <laughs> so, yeah, well, just I guess jump into Sony's other one. Little Women yeah. had a nice little drop, only twenty four percent this weekend. It's now over a hundred million. It's at one hundred and two point six million domestic and one hundred and seventy seven million worldwide. So great numbers there. Speaking of great numbers, Knives Out re-entered the top 10 this weekend. It jumped from number 11 back up to number 8. I don't know oh, what's going on. I'm happy for it, though. It 9% again. I mean, this is nuts. It's now, it made $2.35 million. Domestic, it's at 158.9. And worldwide, it is just, just shy of $300 million, sitting at 299 uh- I was thinking maybe like the the announcement of the of the uh, the announcement sequel. of the second of the sequel maybe that helped it out it a little bit more. Nuts! I was like, whoa! It jumped way back into the top ten. Yeah, I don't know what um, knives. I'm so happy that it's doing so well because yeah. you know we need we need original films to do as good as this, and it's still a great win for Lionsgate. I'm a Lionsgate had they have bird did they have Hellboy last year? Um, so I mean, I'm really happy for all of them involved and what yeah. and whatnot, you know. One of last week's new releases, Greta and Hansel, uh, dropped 43%, which isn't too bad, actually, uh, for a 3.5 million. That mm. movie's now up to 11.5 domestic and 13.1 worldwide off of a small little $5 million budget. So that's <laughs> that's how those horror movies truck along. Keep the budget small. You ain't got to make a whole lot. <laughs> oh, you don't. Yeah, Greta and dropped 40. I actually was surprised uh, that it dropped, it dropped that, that, that small. Um, I thought yeah. it was going to drop a lot. I mean, more. Meanwhile, rhythm section plummeted sixty three percent. I just saw that over a million dollars this weekend. So, oh. ooh, that that's looking rough. It hasn't even made five mil. And um, going into going into some of the Oscar movies, we have yeah, Ford yeah. v Ferrari, Uncut Gems, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, kind of gaining back some box office Jojo numbers. Rabbit, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, all of those went up. Pain and Pain and Glory, all these movies went up. So they yeah, increased in box office. That puts Jojo Rabbit finally crossed thirty million domestic. Parasite crossed thirty-five million domestic. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and Uncut Gems, even though it's now out on Netflix, it's just shy of fifty million in the states i don't think i think the, i don't think netflix kind of i think because it's still in theaters netflix didn't go ham that it's on netflix now yeah. they're like they're like listen if you find it you find it <laughs> like, <on> yeah <laughs> they're like if you find it they're like listen listen saying hey uncut jams girl but i didn't get no email for uncut jams yeah i didn't i didn't get no i didn't know Dwayne. we had a we have a movie that you might like that's on no because they say listen this movie's still in theaters this movie's still in theaters if you find it you find it if you don't good go see it (laughs) uh, another news i guess star wars crossed 510 million domestic so that's good Uh, 
Okay. But uh, it was a, a disappointing weekend for, at the top, but honestly, everybody else kind of benefited because these are some small drops for everyone except for rhythm section. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Disappointing for Birds of Prey, but everything... Um, everything else kind of, I don't know, I'm thinking like maybe if it wasn't an Oscars weekend, I just don't know what else to say as far as how this movie could have been a bigger number. Um, 165 million worldwide for Parasite, what a number. Yeah, that's a big number for a movie of like a foreign film. We don't really see that for foreign films, but I think the hype for the movie, the yeah. hype for award season, everyone's getting on that bong hive kind of thing. Um, even with even it came out on Blu-ray this week and it still went up in box office. Um, yes, yes, if it, yes. If it does pull off the the upset tonight and it does manage to win Best Picture, we can just see hey, that so go higher. Once again, I didn't see those ads for those for that Blu-ray release. They said, "Listen, they <laughs> said, listen, if you find it, you find it. If you don't, go see it because go, they know. The <laughs> go back to the theater." Yeah. I mean, I, and that's that's the way you got to do it. You know, if the if the movie's still popping off with audiences, then you're not seeing a big drop, and it's still it's past it's doing all these surpassing all these numbers. Why why market why market the release of the Blu-ray? That's just that's I mean, just Netflix, why. Literally. Uncut gems out into 650 more theaters. Like, not only yeah, did they, what I'm... Price, they straight up pushed it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. To... They said, listen. Lost theaters and was able to go up. That's getting its home release on Blu ray and DVD this week. So, I bet you they're hoping they win maybe editing or one of the sound categories and right. that boosts its home release. I don't know. But yeah, these Oscar movies, they've really done well this year. I think amongst recent years, I think this is one of our most successful across the board Oscar not best picture performances. Yeah, I would have to agree. I, it reminded me um when back in like 2017 when like Lady Bird all all those movies and Get Out was in theaters for so long they yeah. were kind of doing the same thing and whatnot and Black Panther. I remember I remember like it was not leaving theaters for the longest period of time. I remember like it was out in theaters when Endgame was out, not Endgame when um Infinity War was like yeah. well it's like third week Black Panther was still in theaters. So. Yeah, um, so yeah I'm happy. It's cool to see the best picture nominees, you know, that people are going out to see them just in general. Right, right. Just to like catch up and see what they're missing and whatnot. I'm always happy to see that. Oh, no, they're showing Margot Robbie on the red carpet. She's already happy, girl. She looks that's, <laughs> that's the unfortunate truth. Everybody always <laughs> wants to say, why do you keep giving power to the Oscars? Blah, blah. Uh, if we like it or not, the reason we have to keep complaining about females not getting their shot and people of color not getting their chance is because, look, look at what the Oscars does. It takes a movie right. that would have made $10 million and boosts it up to $30, $40 million. You know, I mean, right. it just is what it is. Uh, and it still holds a weight and it still holds a power and helps a lot of people. Um with their smaller films, so yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I, I, I would agree. I think, I think if I think I would have loved to see like you know if like the farewell got like really a lot a lot of award noms to see that still in theaters even doing so. Gems, uh, which is doing well. If it had gotten some nominations, it would have even been bumped higher if it was present at all at the Oscars. Exactly. So and then, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm just disappointed, but I, I like. Um, I hope the legs kind of yeah. do something to that movie as well. Um, because I, I like mean, I I'm said, not saying to sneak on in, but little girls, come on now. No. <laughs> I told, didn't I say that during our review? I said, listen, I, man, I'm not you trying can... to say it, but I am. Come on. I, I, 
I said, listen, it's not. I was like, and like, and you go if you go to like YouTubers and critics who are talking about their daughters, they're just not. They're not bringing them. And I mean, like, as you shouldn't. But I'm like, damn. Like my mom was like bringing me to like scream and stuff like that when I was like six and whatnot. I mean, but I get it. It's just um. It's R-rated, and you just have the notion that R-rated means okay, no kids yeah. cannot get into that. Um, and it's and that's the, I mean that's what just that's what's supposed to happen. And then you end up fucked up like me or something. Um, but it's just I um I think they would I think they should they they should have thought this through. I just think I think Margot was hammering on that R-rated, and I don't think they really kind of took into fact as to why Deadpool, Joker, and those other movies kind of like they kind of warranted that R-rated kind of feel because Joker yeah. is a Joker and Deadpool. Those are R-rated characters. Margot, like there's, there's characters, cartoons of Harley Quinn, you know what I mean? So yeah. they, it's just, it's, it, it, there's cartoons that cater to kids that would go to, would, would see the movie. So, um, I'm bummed, you know? So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens as far as legs go. I, I do see a, I do see a, a okay opening next week for Sonic. Um, speaking of that, before Maybe. we get into, let's get in. Yeah. Let's get into those. I, um, I hope so. Next. I hope Sonic has a decent opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, sh- I think it should be able to pass Doolittle. Yeah. Next weekend we have Sonic portrait of lady on fire is getting a bigger, bigger release. Um, and that's pretty much it. Those two kind of films, well, uh, fantasy Island. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget the, and the photograph. Photo, yeah, I, I always use the Rotten Tomatoes, the Rotten Tomatoes chart, but I always forget that they always forget movies. Yeah. <laughs> so and yeah, the photograph. Color comedy downhill. Yeah, oh downhill. Um, that was at Sundance. I heard uh-huh. a good thing about it. Um, um, okay, so Fantasy Island. I don't see a big number at all. I kind of hope it does not open up to a big number. It's one of those Blumhouse Truth to Dare movies. Looks really bad. Yeah, we just talked um, about horror has just been shoved down our throat this year. I don't know yeah. if there's any. Boom! Horror fans are like, "Oh, stop!" Is that it's fantasy, good? And it's Fantasy Island, not a summer movie. Just look at it. Is that not summer to you? I, I just don't get it. On. I think yeah. they do fantasy for Valentine, but it ain't working. Yeah, and like these commercials, I saw they just played it. They played it on the um Oscar red carpet. The commercials are promoting as if like it's a Valentine's Day movie. It's not. I'm like, dude, like it's the same way last year when the Happy Death Day to You came out during Valentine's Day, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like it's just, oh god. Um, yeah, so that's coming out. We had the photograph. Maybe I, I, mean, that I, like a, well. I actually really want to see it. So I mean, as a, I, I, as a black female director. Um, yeah, I mean the black audience. You know, and, they go to these movies. And it's so. actually a romance. So, you know, if you're looking for a, a legitimate Valentine's Day film, uh, hopefully the photograph is able to capitalize on that a little bit. Yeah, so they have that coming out. Um, what else is uh, we have? Sonic. Uh, I, I, I don't think this is a good weekend for Sonic, but. Um, and to release uh, on Valentine's Day weekend. Opening, I see 35. What do you, what do oh, you think? Uh, uh, I see 25. Oh, you see lower. Okay, yeah, I see 35. 30, 30. I'll go 30. I'll go 30. Um, I, I do, unfortunately, I do see Sonic opening number one, which I'm baffled yeah. to say. But, um, and I see Birds of Prey doing number two. I see Fantasy Birds Island, of... I see maybe 10. Yeah, Fantasy Island, I, oh, I'm gonna go eight. I just don't I want think to... it could go higher, honestly. I'm nervous. I think Fantasy Island could be a breakout. I've seen so much oh, for it. Oh, no. Oh. Um, Downhill, yeah. three. Um, downhill, I'm gonna go three to two. Yeah. Photograph, I'm gonna go to at least 12, Five. 15. Oh, why? I don't. <laughs> oh, you don't see? I, I no, just, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems very indie. I don't know. I don't, so I don't know. Six, seven. Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, I think um, Fantasy Island's gonna take photograph. 
You think so? I oh, you think so? Gross. Um, I don't know, Larry. Why are you doing this to me? I I um I okay. So Sonic, I'm a, okay. Sonic, Sonic, I'm gonna go thirty. Birds of Prey, I'm gonna go nineteen. Um, which is awful. Uh, and then like uh photograph hopefully has like a galentine's day you know like just get your girls together and go watch birds of prey next week (laughs) yeah all the single ladies just i mean i mean yeah i mean yeah because i mean come on y'all yeah the point of the movie is that she's single i mean so maybe yeah i mean maybe maybe it holds okay i hope it holds well i hope it it holds well too Please go see it, everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm so yeah. I don't know if you hear it. I know. I know the comments are going. Ah, wow! Well, shutting the bench so aimed at the wheel. Oh, you know, I, I, it's, I'm already getting them today. So, I mean, right. I just, I just, <sighs> um, I don't know. But um, all right, we have the Oscars coming up in like yes. two minutes. Um, you know, we have the Oscars coming up. About to, about to get on the air uh, very soon. So, with that being said, we are going to log off, everyone, for this week. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it, Larry. I want you to let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me at LC Screen Talk on Twitter, as well as Instagram, and of course YouTube. And be looking out for my Oscar recap and review later tonight. Um, okay, and that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. I'm getting bashed by all the dude bros and whatnot, so go look for that. It's fun. Um, and then you can, as far as shows for this week, of course, the world, the world show at some point this week, so we can be more upset about this Birds of Prey number and um, see what news we got going on for the rest of the week. Um, movie reviews. I, I know I'm going to see Sonic, and I know Thursday I'm seeing Portrait of Lady on Fire, finally. Um... So yeah, so look out for those two reviews. As far as the other ones, I'll see what I can make. What I can make on Saturday, I do want to check out Fantasy Island and uh, uh, the Photograph. So we'll see for those movies. And that is it, everyone. Uh, my name is Wayne. That was Larry. We we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.